Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Practice of being aware of awareness. So noticing whether attention is facing outward or facing inward is always a helpful first step for me as I settle into meditation. It's not helpful for me to yank it any which way. It doesn't feel gentle or relaxing to begin meditation with some kind of expectation that I already should be doing something I'm not doing. So I check for that. I check for that running story. Like 30 seconds in, somehow I'm already doing it wrong. And that is indicative of outward attention up to a story in mind. As we all know, mind's been programmed to believe we are fundamentally separate and unsafe. So all the movements of mind come from that energy. Can I feel that? Can I recognize that? Not, can I run from that or can I condemn that? That's more mind. Sneaking in the back door. Can I just recognize that there might be a little, how am I doing narrative running? And mind has snuck up on stage and grabbed the mic. Do I feel captive in the audience? Or does it start to dawn that I could take attention, which has been facing upward and outward, slowly start to turn this ship of attention around? It's a little trim tab back of the ship. Just a slight shift, whole thing starts to turn. So it's always also helpful if I bring to mind my spiritual aspiration. I bring those words up into the forefront.
and not to bring them to mind, check that off, move to the next thing. But perhaps invite attention to linger on our spiritual aspiration, what our spiritual life aspires to, what the true desire is we find in our heart and connect those words that rise up with the heart. with that juice of desire. Like I want to do this, this is what I desire. This is what I want, this is what I choose. And perhaps we, we go beyond just lingering the tension there. We actually drop down into the heart, the heart of imagination, seeing our day arising. As we are continually living our spiritual aspiration, what would that look like? What would that feel like? Just the closer walk with thee. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Daily walking close to thee. Let it be, dear Lord. Let it be. Can we see it in our mind's eye? And can we feel it in our bodies? Can we feel the burgeoning joy of living our spiritual aspiration? Centering in it. Bathing in that clarity and that knowing. I am weak, but thou art strong. Can we see ourselves in our mind's eye surrendering to that aspiration, not out of duty? but in devotion. Daily walking close to thee.
can we really sink into what that feeling tone would be? Can we let the body know right now, this is the feeling we're going for. This is what it feels like. Memorize this, know this, look for this. Look for opportunities to bring this forward, to let this rise up. One of my favorite Dr. David Hawkins quotes is the following. In the beginning, a seeker assumes there is a personal self that is seeking the real capital S self. Actually, it is the real self that is drawing the seeker to it. Dr. Hawkins also writes, the pace of spiritual evolution is not under personal control and may take sudden surprising leaps. Therefore, it is wise to prepare beforehand with knowledge of what yet may come. And part of what no doubt may come is a greater and greater ease and alacrity abiding as our spiritual aspiration, living it, being it, adopting it not as a true north for behavior or disposition, but as a way of being 
as a way of moving through the world. Shifting to a new default mode. And part of the preparation is seeing that in our mind's eye, laying down the normal correlates, seeing it happening more and more with ease. Softening to the times where it's not as smooth, celebrating the times that we notice it is getting to be more of a natural movement. And if all of that at some point starts to get fuzzy, the bottom line is we are only ever serving one of two things. We are serving source or we are serving ego. And no matter what the particular words are for each spiritual aspiration, the essence is to be in service to thee. Can we let that rise up? Can we feel that?
So we've read two Dr. David Hawkins quotes so far. I'll read them again. In the beginning, a seeker assumes there is a personal self that is seeking the real self. Actually, it is the real self that is drawing the seeker to it. The pace of spiritual evolution is not under personal control and may take sudden surprising leaps. Therefore, it is wise to prepare beforehand with knowledge of what yet may come. So part of that preparing beforehand is seeing or feeling what could come up that would test serving source or serving ego and actually seeing ourselves, noticing that, realizing what we want and falling back into the broader perspective that the background of awareness always affords. So it is by being aware of awareness that we continually avail ourselves of the means by which to relax back and let God pull us in, let source guide us. We notice awareness is right here, right now. Hearing these words, watching mind create different scenarios or contemplate. There's a watching of pictures and words arise in mind. Something seeing all of that. 
that seat of wide open consciousness is always available in every moment. And this is part of the time we take every day to remind and remember. And in so doing, we allow this slow and sometimes it can seem subtle and other times seems like a glacial shift from identifying with mind back to identifying with awareness, with the openness that sees mind arise, with the presence that is constantly in the truest of discernment. It is the presence that recognizes right-minded energy when it arises and wrong-minded energy when it arises. Becoming more and more familiar and comfortable with that shift shift back, out and down, or back out and up, whichever way it is for you, kind of explore. Because part of what we're doing is memorizing the energetic patterning that is letting go of mind, that is falling back into the presence. That is the supplication that allows the real self to draw the seeker to it. Dr. Hawkins writes, while the calibrated consciousness level of the typical human advances an average of five to 10 points in a lifetime, in the spiritual seeker, that rate advances much more rapidly and may take very sudden and major leaps. Therefore, this potentiality 
and likely eventuality should be prepared for in advance. This time, this being, is integral to such preparation. Just allowing the thoughts to come and go and the feelings, the images, the impulses, the cringes, the flinches, and we're watching. Opening, feeling, observing. You're memorizing what it feels like not to get involved. Not to go out, clench around, close around some idea. But to stay back, open, wide. Fast. Noticing awareness is constantly here. This option is constantly available. to get curious, stay alert and present. Because in the beginning, there may be some undoing of the patterning of you know, jumping out every time there's a new object arising in consciousness. But eventually, that undoing effort can fall away. As the being becomes more prominent. We can notice the being requires no effort at all. Life does the energetic moving through. And we notice watching is happening. And this watching doesn't require anything.
a question that helps me keep attention right on this was the awakening game we played last week, which is what is constant? Sounds come and go, feelings come and go, temperature, tastes, thoughts, this constant movement. All these images projected on the screen. We can notice the screen's not affected by any of them. The screen is pristine in the same condition. It remains original, pure, unadulterated. Nothing gets mixed in with it. And while the screen, this background of awareness, doesn't have a shape, does it? It's not tall or short, wide or thin, bulgy or waif-like, it just is. You could notice as attention goes to this background of awareness, notice there's not two here. There's not really attention looking at awareness or awareness watching awareness. We articulate it like that to bring inward attention peak curiosity, kind of focus in as a means of letting go of all the outward focus. But check for yourself whether there's two things going on here.
And this scene is the St. Francis quote, right? What we're looking for is where we're looking from. What we are looking for is where we're looking from. This is the real self that is drawing the seeker to it. the one true self. And there is a perpetual invitation to rest in its embrace. Just allowing the real self to draw the secret to it. And what comes to say is, if nothing is happening, that's a very good sign. Rest there. Rest in the nothing. Notice that resting is available in the nothing happening.
just resting in what is constant. And what is constant is not a thing. It is no thing. Day by day, know thee more clearly. Love thee more dearly. Follow thee more nearly. Day by day. We seek to discern the one true self, 
and to rest in its embrace.
another Dr. Hawkins quote. While the pace may seem slow and even arduous at times, it is best to be prepared for sudden unexpected leaps. It is wise to avoid pessimism, even after a seemingly long, dry period of frustration. For such periods are due to overcoming major obstacles and attachments that often presage major changes. What is constant? What is it that knows all of the objects that arise? to it, in it, the moment they arise. What is constant?
In the beginning, a seeker assumes there is a personal self that is seeking the real self. Actually, it is the real self that is drawing the seeker to it.
And that concludes our hour. <laughs>